All right, bradcooney.com. I'd like to welcome to the show artist, producer, Skylar O'Neill. What is up? Brad, how you doing? I'm great, brother. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I I'm appreciate you taking the time out, you know, to share your platform uh, with me. And, you know, I'm looking forward to just the conversation. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it also. I love to have, I love to have diversity, not only with genre, but with cultures and religions. I like to mix it up. Um, I have guests from all walks of life, and you're like the second, maybe the third producer that I've had on this show, and we've got some exciting things to talk about with your music career, uh, singing. So let's talk about production first. So you're, you, you've been producing for a while. Let's start there. Like, how did I all start? How did you get into producing music? Like, why and when did all that start? Yeah, you know, um, for me, the producing really came out of just the necessity of just needing music to the songs I was writing. So I, I think that, um, I, know, I know we had talked a little about the title of being artist and producer, but I think even the artistry and the producing side comes came from just be writing songs. So I was writing songs a cappella, and, you know, when I was a kid and, you know, just was interested in the process of how do I turn this idea into my head, into a song that people sing, and kind of just like exploring that, curiosity led me to, you know, start putting music behind the tracks that I was making. And as I started to kind of figure out how to do it for myself, I would just like branch out and just kind of help like some of my friends who were interested in music or, you know, who I saw that I thought they had some talent and they thought I could kind of help them out. And um, yeah, I just started this producer for people, you know, just like around, you know, my, my, my neighborhood. And um, that's how I got started. One, one of the people, uh, you know, when when the momentum started to really uh, turn in, in, in the favor of the production side was when a friend of mine named Gideon, uh, he, he went off to, you know, get signed and, and uh, doing amazing things but with his career. And he was somebody who, you know, I took underneath my wing early on when I was just, you know, learning and, and figuring out, you know, okay, I can produce for myself, I can produce for other people. And share what I know with them mm -hmm. and I did that with him and that kind of you know really brought more momentum to me as a producer but that's where it really started out of just the curiosity of just like man I want to put I want to be able to make a song from start to finish and mm -hmm. yeah that pretty much was the process so are, are you self-taught or did you go to did you get the school for this at all or did you just learn learn on the ropes um, most of it was self was self taught. I yeah. feel like when I jumped into it, it was just like literally like like Christmas birthdays. I would always just ask for like equipment and things like that. That's all I wanted. I, like, I want the beat machine for a birthday. Then I'm gonna get the mic for Christmas yeah. and this. And I just I just kind of dived in. I had friends around me that was a little bit older who produced as well. So I'll just pick up you know whatever I could for, uh, from them. Uh, and then I stumbled across, um, you know, like some after school programs at this place in Long Beach that was called The Lamp. And they had a, a program um, that actually had people who were in the industry that was like teaching us. And from there, I kind of went over to like the Grammy Museum and, and you know, kind of just got a chance to just see and talk to people who were doing it, um, you know, in, in the industry. And, and now I'm actually working at the Grammy Museum teaching the classes that nice. I was uh, a part of. So it's kind of some full full circle moments. Uh, I, I took like some small, like, you know, like a 
a piano class, like here and there. I took like a, a pro tools class. Um, but I feel like I'm forever learning, you know, forever learning. Mm-hmm. So, uh, even now, like I'm, I'm still looking at ways to, to develop and grow. So let me get this straight. So you're a kid that is a self-taught producer that actually went from there to actually teaching production at the Grammy Museum? Yeah, it, it, honestly, it's funny that, that you say it like that because that's what happened. So and it's funny when I first started to teach the program, um, I taught it, how I got into actually physically like teaching the programs myself was there was a time where we had a group that was coming and they were expecting to get like a workshop and we had a teacher that canceled and I was like, well, you know, I can show them, you know, the things that I do in production. Mm-hmm. And that literally turned into being our most popular workshop that. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. You know, yeah. Offer. So, so yeah, I mean, it, it's, it wasn't until I started working at the Grammy Museum that I saw myself as like, oh man, I actually can like, you know, what I've been doing my whole life with, with teaching my, my, my friends and things like that and developing mm-hmm. them. I'm now doing that same thing just now in front of like, you know, a, a, a larger audience through, you know, what I do at the Grammy Museum. I love that, man. That's a great story in, yeah. its, in itself. That, that's yeah, good no, stuff. It's, yeah, it's amazing. All right, so what was the moment that transitioned you from producer? And obviously, you told me a little while ago that you've been writing songs ever since you were young. But what was it? Yeah. Was there like was there a defining moment? Was there a moment where you said, you know what, I want I want to step away from production for a minute here and, and get out there and and release some of my own music? What was that moment? Yeah, you know, I, I was releasing music before, but every time I was re- was working on my music. Um, you know, in the past, I, I was always working on my music plus like five other artists and things like like that. And I had got to the point where um, I I was intrigued with just like just how you were talking about with your show. You like to like keep it diverse and yeah. variety. I was the same way in the type of music that I like to create. So I would work with an artist who was, you know doing some pop music and another artist was doing like singer songwriters yeah. and hip-hop artists and an R&B artist but for me as the music that made sense for me um like I would I would try all these different styles for me and just because I, I I learned later on that just because I'm able to make that sound doesn't necessarily mean it's the best sound for me as an artist to share my voice on and I had to kind of sit back and you know I had some projects that I put out and then I, I took them down but I just felt like they didn't reflect me it just reflect a portion of me and coming back around with like the music that I've been releasing lately it really happened more organically because the stuff that I've been talking about lately has just been real life situations like you know um that I this is how I express myself is through creativity and through through music so I just started to deal with the you know the things that I was going through the best way I knew how and it was through music mm-hmm. and looking listening back to it I'm like okay this may be like the sound, my sound that it may be time for me now to kind of like you know really share my story and share share you know my voice and part of it was maybe I just I, I needed to make have that story and live life a little bit until that story came and that, that's what happened life hit me and you know, they were able to capture it, and in, I'm still dealing with it in real time, but it's coming out in the music that I'm creating lately. So mm-hmm. it, it's the decision was more like 
Like, I wasn't writing these songs to, to say, okay, now I'm about to be an artist. I was writing them because that's the only way I knew how to deal with what I was uh, dealing with. And as, as I'm putting it together, I'm like, man, this, this, I should put this out because if there's somebody else who's kind of dealing with mm-hmm. this, then, you know, maybe it, it'll help. And, and since I'm, it, it maybe it'll help me too to actually get it out there. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. that's kind of how, how, how this, this new transition is, is happening at, at this moment. Cool. So the, the the new song is called IOU, and I listened to it um, several times, in fact. And I can tell right away when I listened to it that it was uh, the producer was involved. Um, it's good. <laughs> it was really well produced. Um, I also liked your vocals a lot too. Um, so let's talk about the song a little bit. Tell my listeners a little bit about the song. What's it all about? How did how did it become a song? Yeah, well, I appreciate you playing it more than once too. I, yeah. I, I like that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I like that. It, it either, yeah, the, it, I, I really like that uh, the production side. Uh, you were able to highlight that too, because to me, that's a big part of the song itself. Like the, the yes. instrumental tells a, a separate story in, in itself. But um, yeah, I owe you. You know, going through this, you know, separation, breakup, uh, whatever you want to call, uh, call it, it was. It's a bigger thing that that happened. This this loss. Um, I was realizing. Yeah, I went through that period of. I was talking with my friend the other day. We were talking about you go through something. There's like this period of you just shocked that it happened, and then you go to the stage of accepting it and the reflection. And when I got to the reflection stage, um, I kind of realized that man, it's actually a good thing that I'm no longer in that situation. Mm-hmm. Like that person actually did me a favor by choosing to leave. So with IOU, um, like I wanted to get that feeling of like, uh, I, I call it like ironic gratitude. It's ironic because I'm talking about, yeah, you like you hurt me, you did all this, but you you doing that actually turned out to be for the better. So yeah. that's pretty much what the song is about. And in the production, you know, the production is kind of, carrying energy is carrying like you know more of a um exciting more of like a fresh new type of sound while the lyrics are are kind of like reflecting on a loss so i kind of wanted to have that contradiction yeah i like that say like yeah like like there is a there is loss there's hurt in this but there's hope and that's what Mm -hmm. the instrumental is almost like that that's the hope that that you know yeah, the, the instrumental was like the the instrumental was like you did me a favor, thank you, I owe you. You know, the lyrics was the was the part that got into the nitty gritty of it a little bit, but then the music was like, but hey man, I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. thank you, man. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a little attention uh, behind that, and honestly, like that that song has a bridge in it too, which like you know, not a lot of songs like have a bridges in it. Yeah, but I, I have went back and forth with. Don't want to bridge on there, but I like I intentionally like the song is like the lyrics and melody is pretty simple up until you know the bridge where I kind of like get a little bit more descriptive. Yeah. But I and I thought about just not having the bridge in it, but when I got to the bridge, then then the focus becomes a little bit more on the lyrical mm-hmm. content. Like like the first thing I say in the bridge is, um, you know, you can uh, save your tears and keep your guilty conscience clear. Can't get back those years. But thankfully, you're no longer here. So that's when, like, the meat of it really starts to come yeah. out. Like, oh, dang, this, this, this song is actually, you were bopping along with it and, and vibing it. And then when the bridge comes, it's all like, 
here's the real story. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I'm glad you put that bridge in because it does complete the song. It kind of rounds it out. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Um, is there a video for this? There is a video. There, there, there's a video for it. It actually released uh, with the song. Um, and the fun thing with this song, even before the song came out, um, there, there was like a lot of thought into like how I wanted to put this song out. Because my main thing was I wanted to kind of make light of a hard situation. So mm -hmm. on the video set, uh, I kind of got inspired to for like kind of like stage me having like a, a I'll say like a crazy ex and, and uh <laughs> quotations just for yeah, like yeah. the word. And right before like after like the week leading up to uh the video and the song coming out, I have the first thing I did was I released a call log, you know, like you, you look at your phone and you got missed calls and I it said like fifty two missed calls from Veronica. Uh -oh. I just posted that with no context to it and people were just like okay what's going on then the next day i had somebody tag my car in red paint and it said i owe you and that caused the frenzy amongst <laughs> my circle but people thought it was real and they were like who is this person and all this and yeah. like <laughs> and then the next day i released that it was a part of like the rollout for the song oh nice <laughs> you had everybody yeah. fooled Oh man, yeah, that that was a fun. So I I did it. I went live when the song came out too because there were still people that were upset because they were really thinking that this was a real situation. They were trying to find this person. And, Dude, man, you're lucky they didn't. You're lucky they didn't saddle up and go out and go out like looking for people, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, for sure, for sure. But That's I, I funny. gave everybody who, who felt a, a way a, a platform to talk. So it, it's still on my page right now. So you can look at those the whole story and how, how it unfolded. And, and I like that. Feedback, so. That's funny. Now, how's the song doing? Is, is it getting any spins anywhere? Yeah, you know, it's it actually, it's funny because it's two things happening for me simultaneously. Like, the producer side of me, there, there's, like, accolades that I, I accomplished this year that, you know, like, I got my first gold record this year as a producer. Damn, I have, that's like, great. The song I produced, you know, there's millions of plays on it. So, and then my artistry is like starting from scratch. So, like when I hit, like I remember when the video hit like ten thousand on YouTube, like I was excited about that. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's ten thousand just for me as an artist. You know, it's like, and it felt. It, it, previously, I had just posted I got you know my first gold record. This. This song right here, I did got like this many million, but now as an artist, it's like it started over. So, yeah, I think like right now the song is like, you know, Spotify is still it's still creeping right now. It's like like over like you know thirty thousand on Spotify, like over thirty on YouTube, and that's like, you know, with the with just the beginning of, of the rollout, we're still yeah yeah thirty thousand right on YouTube. Like when when did you drop it on YouTube? October eighth, October eighth. Yeah, that's pretty strong, man, for a first time song for, for you know for your, for, you know for your stuff. Yeah, no, I mean I'm, I'm excited, yeah, because people like like I said that they don't even realize know me as you know the artist. So to put that out, yeah, and for people to you know I, I'm excited about it, and and I know it's a, yeah, especially on the indie level, I know it's, it's going to be like a, a journey for it. So I, I look at it as like. Oh, I didn't. Hit, I'm not looking at it like oh, I didn't hit a million the first day. I'm just looking at the, the, the way that I gauged this the success of IOU was 
the impact that it had and the conversation that was started because there was so much conversation, at least in my circle, and people sharing and sending mm-hmm. just because of how it was rolled out. So I'm like, numbers is one way to, to uh, assess it, but then also impact and people, you know, when, I, when people talked to me about the song and said, like, man, like, I was going through that and this, like, that to me is how I'm gauging the success as well, too, with yeah. people connecting with the song. Hey, I'm not sure if you thought about this or not, but one idea is to hit up colleges. A lot of colleges across the country have radio stations, and it's, and it's a lot easier to get your song spun on college radio than it is mainstream. And that's one way you can start building some of your audience, um, get out, get in yeah. some college radio, and then if it does well on the college level, you'll get it's it's well, it does two things. It gives you leverage to pitch it to the, your mainstream. Um, but it also beats up your social media numbers. I need to do that. I need to do that. I'm going to look into it. I, I, I've, I've heard people take that route. And, and, you know, like I said, now that I'm kind of, you know, invested into this artistry route, I got I got to take all the routes that's available. So I'm definitely, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm going to look into that. Yeah, man, for sure. No problem. All right. So um, let me see. Let me look at my notes here. So is there, do you have any plans to drop more singles um, before 2022? Which is like a couple yeah, weeks. It's coming out <laughs> Friday. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's, it's a song called Wasted Love, um, which was actually going to be the title of the project, but, but I ended up not going with the, that as the title of the project. I ended up just like doing it. Is it about the same girl? About the same girl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, people can relate to that. <laughs> you got a whole project out of <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know what? It is funny because it is like like the project. I, I'll talk more about Wake the Love, but the but the project that I, that I, like at least the, the collective of songs that I've been writing. If it hasn't been about her directly, it's been about like the effects that I've had based off of it, uh, and more of the story will kind of come out, and 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 you know people will kind of get a full understanding. But it would be like now, uh, you know. There was an idea for a song that I had. Um, I guess I'll say it. I'm not sure if it's making a project or not, but it was called Impatient. And this song, Impatient, was pretty much talking about um, me feeling like I need to hurry up and replace what I just lost. So now I'm just like any any person or any, I mean, any girl that I see that is showing me a little bit of interest. I'm like, man, maybe she's the one. Maybe, you know, and yeah. it's like I'm just being impatient. So and that, that song, I'm not sure that song will make the project or not, but... Like that, that song wasn't about her, but it's a result of what came out of this situation. Because there's a lot of different changes that came out of it. But um, Wasted Love is kind of like the prequel of IOU. Because IOU is like, I got the revelation. And yeah, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I, Wasted Love is like in the heat of the moment, like right in the moment when it happens. And if you're just like, man, like all that time, all that energy, all the effort. It seemed like it was just for nothing. So this is kind of rewinding from where IOU was and kind of giving the the emotions of like you know when it happened. That's what's up, man. That's what's yeah. up. All right. So what are your goals for 2022? Because it's unbelievably it's almost 2022 already. We're like what man. 20 something days away. Um, so what do you want to get done next year, 2022? Like where do you want to be at the end of next year? Man, in the next year, one, getting the project out is going to be such a big deal for me just because I feel like 
the stuff I'm creating now, like I'm I'm proud of it as an artist. Like now I'm not just like proud of the production. I'm proud of like the full stuff. Like I'm just excited for people to to hear it. And I've been excited about my music before, but it, it would be like I like the beat better than the song, or I like this. This this is just like everything about it is. You know, I, I'm excited for to, to share. I'm a little nervous to share it because, like I said, it's, it's current and vulnerable stuff. But yeah. I feel like it's going to help. So don't be nervous. Out. Don't be nervous, man. I, I listen to me. I, I listen to a lot of music. I have a lot of artists on my show, like from Grammy Awards winner, you know, Grammy Award winning artists to to people just coming up like you are. Um, I get I get files sent to me literally every day and wow. your stuff definitely is good okay so Man, don't be nervous lot. don't be nervous I, I get some garbage sometimes too i gotta be honest with you i mean i would never hurt <laughs> i would never hurt an artist's feelings and tell them that you know what i mean i would still do the interview but some of the stuff and it doesn't happen a lot but occasionally i'll get some stuff on my like, yo this guy needs to like look for a different career um, you know what I'm saying? But your stuff, as soon as I listen to the song, within five seconds, I think, yep, this guy knows what he's doing. And then, the, the, really, the production was the first thing that caught my attention. Um, and then your vocals, I was like, yep, the dude can sing, too. He's, he's got, like, you know, he's one of those double, triple threats. So, don't be nervous, man. Just keep confident, because you definitely, your stuff is really good. No, that means a lot. That means a lot. Yeah, I... I... I, I, I'd love to hear your opinion on, on the, the new record too. So I got to send it to you when it when it drops Do it. Uh, Friday. <laughs> Do it. Send it to me, man. And we'll, we'll, you know, you know, and we'll get you back on. Like in a, month, in a month or two down the road, we'll get you back on the show, and we'll we'll, we'll talk about some of the newer stuff too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, other than like say getting the project out, it, it really would be to um, <clears throat> I, like I love the producing side too. So like honestly, like I, I'm hoping to wrap up this project, but end of the year, like top of January. Um, so I, so that project can be out. I can push it. And then really while that project is out, I, I want to, you know, pro do some more production and, and, and kind of, you know, let that side of me, uh, that side of me, I can't let go because it's just who I love producing. Yeah. Yeah. You can do both. As well too, but yeah. So, but as an artist, you know, I want to get like, Big reason of why I, I really like doing the artistry thing is because I love to perform as well too. So I, I want mm -hmm. this project to be out. I want to be able to perform it, and um, you know it would be dope to be getting like my first gold or platinum record off of one of my own songs as well too. I mean mm -hmm. I love the fact that I was able to get it as a producer, but to be able to be like you know for people to hear my music and my voice and that side of me and appreciate it as well, I think that that's like the goal as well too yeah that's good man you got a real a real a good head on your shoulders man you're thinking this thing through clearly i like i like your vision hey pharrell williams did didn't do too bad he's a producer and he, and he tried to sing in part and uh <laughs> pharrell williams did pretty good with it oh man pharrell i mean it's it, it, between like pharrell and i mean kanye's probably like the double like his artistry and producing is like yep. probably equal but Pharrell um, him as well I think between like those two is kind of like the people I look at it's like I would want to make mimic like my career after them where yeah. they're respected in both realms you know as artists and as, as a producer uh, as well too so that, that's, that's kind of like the the model and it's funny you said Pharrell because the last album Pharrell dropped I really 
was looking at it like, man, I love how he can just drop as an artist when he wants, but then everybody still wants to run to him for his production as well. Yeah, he's, he's doing it both. Yeah. He's doing it both. That would be my goal. Another name that comes to mind like that is Babyface. OG, he's a little older, but he's Babyface is an unbelievable producer and put out some great music. Yeah, no, Babyface is, yeah, he's one of the goats. <laughs> right, one of the goats, 100%. Yeah. One of the goats, yeah. So, yeah, definitely, like, um... And I, and I think that's making that decision because a lot, I, I was going back and forth of like, you know, am I just going to do producing or am I just going to do the artist thing? And um, I, I don't think I can let go of either. So I'm just like, I'm, I'd rather do both and give my all to both and like leave this earth knowing that I pursued what I was, you know, so passionate about, <laughs> you know. Look, that's smart, man. I, I would rather, I would rather try something even if I fail, at least I can at least I can grow old and say, you know what, I tried it. Instead of right. not trying something and then wondering your whole life if you would have been, you know, successful at it or not. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's a big reason why I even just getting this project done. Because there was a period where, like, you know, going through that whole situation where I even was just thinking of just dropping music, yeah. you know, as a whole. So to even be cre still creating and, and like, just like I said, putting the song out was, was a big success for me personally. Cause yep. I was like, man, like I went from saying that I was about to just stop doing all this. Now, like, you know, I'm talking to Brad about my singles. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you know? like, man. That's a big win for me by, by itself. Yeah, that's what's up. And it's always very gratifying for a, for a singer-songwriter. And, of course, you're a producer, too, but we're talking about your singing here. When, when you create music... And then deliver that music to the ears and hearts and souls of the of the fans out there that listen to it and that buy it. That's a special thing, man, because your create yeah. your creation now has impacted, like directly impacted people. You know what I mean? Like music's right. like medicine, and especially today's world. I mean, the world is filled with just a lot of grief and suffering and division. So people really, really, really rely on music. That's one thing that's universal across the world. And all cultures is music, every culture on the planet. So now that you're creating music and you're actually releasing it to the ears and the souls and the hearts of the world, that's impacting people. I mean, it really can shape and and, and, and send people on different trajectories in life, you know? So that's something to be proud of. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, that, that, that's true. I appreciate you pointing out that perspective as well, too, because, like, I, I love where we are in music right now because I mean, there's so many people doing it and there's so much um, competition in the sense of just there's just more players in the game it is but I think defining your success is really important I think now and that, that's kind of what I've been focused on is just like what does the success look like for me what would I feel like okay right. I'm successful and it grows you know and it, it changes a different milestone so like the that first, that first step was like, get back on your feet, get back creative, put the song out, and, you know, I hit that first checkpoint, so now, to your point, it's like, get it to, you know, as many people as I could, and yep. definitely don't look into the college market like you were mentioning as well, too. Good. Definitely do it, man. Um, how did COVID impact you as far as musically? A lot of uh, artists that I talked to, utilize the shelter in place and the social distance that you actually utilize that to get into the studio and really tap into the creativity what, what was your story with that yeah i mean i think that 
the biggest thing that it did for me was it gave me time to sit back and reflect on why I'm doing this. That was, that was the biggest thing I got out of it. Yeah. It got to the point where you just, the, the goal of, oh, I want to be successful or whatever that meant at that, that moment and of trying to make it like that became more of the drive than like, I kind of like forgot why I was doing this. And when I had to just sit down and, you know, um, I honestly, I mean, the, COVID, the pandemic, of course, there's a lot of tragic that came out of it. But for me personally, that lockdown was probably like the best thing that could have happened yeah. to I, me with everything that was going on. Cause that reflection was needed. So I like, like, and, mm-hmm. and all these songs that I've been creating lately, none of them were, I'm going to have to sit down and write a song. It was, I'm taking a walk and the song comes to me. Mm. Like, or I'm just driving because I need to get out the house and then the, the song comes. So I think that the reflection and then just like, I mean, I went back, I was watching documentaries, like I was watching Motown, watching Dolly Parton, watching like uh, all these, just, it just be remembering like, oh, I'm a fan of this. And, you know, I, like I, I actually like music and love music. This is why um, I got into it because of the love for it. So, that's what it did for me. It made me reflect on the why and, and reminded me that, like, we do this because you love to do it, not, you know, whether anybody hears it, but you do it because you love doing it. So that's what I got from it. I love it. All right, so uh, just a few more things, and we'll wrap it up. So, so obviously, when you make music, one of the one of the uh, portions of, of, of an artist is to play live at some point. Is that something you're interested in doing? And if so, um, I'm not sure about your area, but the COVID's starting to creep up again in some spots, so it's providing a challenge um, because a lot of these venues are starting to get nervous again. I hate to see you know shutdowns again, but what do you want to do as far as live performance? Is that something you're interested in? Yeah, like I mean, that the live performance is where I feel like my artistry shines. I feel yeah. like it's people who when they see me people who may have just known me and connected with me as like the producer or when they see me live i feel like that's where the connection is like oh there's the artist i feel like um like that that's a big part of the reason why i hold on to the artistry because i feel like that live performance is, is a comfort level for me right that's where i feel like i'm just in my my, my zone actually for iou when it released um i did a release party for it as well and i um performed um, IOU, I performed, I actually performed Wasted Love too, which I'm going nice. to that performance. And I performed, um, Still Your Best, which is a song I produced for, for Gideon. So it felt good to just be back in, in front of an audience. Yeah. That, like that was a, another reminder of like, yeah, you, you got to keep doing the artistry thing too, because you can't, it, that, that's, that would just be, my song is Wasted Love, that would just be a wasted gift. <laughs> yeah. If I don't use it. So. You know, I have to use it in some capacity. So definitely, like, like, uh, you know, and I'm hoping that, you know, we don't, you know, shut that down and I can get in front of people because, like I said, I think that's where the real connection will, will happen. So yeah, yeah wherever I can perform at, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. That's what's up. Plus, if you quit music, then your ex-girlfriend wins, man. You can't. We can't have that. We, can't, <laughs> we just can't have that, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> it is. No, I gotta, I gotta keep doing. Like I said, I was, I was thinking this, and, and honestly, like she, she wouldn't want that either. And I think that's part of the reason why, like, even when I'm saying she did me a favor, I think she realized, like, I, I was putting more 
you know, trying to save us, which was probably inevitable for it to go the way that it was going. I was sacrificing, you know, doing things like, man, maybe I need to stop doing this so I can just focus fully on us. And yeah. I feel like she kind of caught on to that partly and was like, I'm not going to let you, you know, lose that dream because, you know, we're not That's good. out. And, you know, so, I, so yeah, she hasn't communicated that to me directly, but... Based off of what I know from her, I, I, I would credit that to her. Yeah, you, you can feel it. You can feel that vibe if that's where she's vibing at. All right, dude. Um, before I let you go, and I have, first of all, I had a lot of fun talking to you. Um, yeah, no, same. I yeah, appreciate man. the advice and all that. I'm, I'm going to send you the song. Yeah, man. Too. Yeah. Definitely send me the song. Um, before I let you go, though, I want to give you an opportunity to tell all the listeners out there where they can follow you on your social media and where they can get your music. Absolutely. Well, thank you again, Brad, for, for having me. Yes, sir. My name is Skylar O'Neill. You guys can uh, follow me at uh, SkylarO'Neal.com. Uh, That's S-C-H-Y-L-E-R-O-N-E-A-L. And all of the socials will, will come up on there. IG is just my name, Skylar O'Neill. YouTube, all of that, uh, Spotify. Uh, but, yeah, the website, everything is, is, is there. So you can follow me there. And stay connected. We'd love to hear your feedback. Anytime I could, uh, you know, share my story, I have a platform to share my story. I'm thankful for it. So appreciate, you know, Brad and for everybody who is listening. I appreciate you guys for listening. That's what's up, man. Well, this will be on this, this interview. I'll have it on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, and um, also on my my podcast blog, bradcooney.com. So I'll get it out there for you, man. I appreciate you coming on the show. And, uh, again, just keep in touch. When you got some more to talk about, we'll get you back on. Absolutely. Appreciate it, Brad. Okay, brother. Have a good night. All right. You too.